0: A couple of announcements before we get into today's episode. First, our Kickstarter was completely funded. Thank you, everybody, who contributed to making the Rakers album number five a reality. Second of all, our record release party is going to be Thursday, September 12th at Mid-City Ballroom in Baton Rouge. We're gonna do a dual release party with the Junior League who are celebrating their new album, Adventureland. Come on out, it'll be an early show, BYOB, all ages, at Mid-City Ballroom in Baton Rouge, September 12th. Okay, hit it.
1: One.
2: Hi, and
3: welcome to I Think I've Heard I'm Lance Porter. I write songs and play guitar in the band The In this podcast, I'll be talking to my bandmate Alex V. Cook, singer and multi instrumentalist in the band, about the ideas and craft behind our songs. For this season of the podcast, we'll be going song by song on our new record, the independently recorded and produced Number 5. Alex and I will take turns interviewing each other about our songs, depending on who wrote what. Tonight, I'll be interviewing Alex about his song, Basic Automotive Repair, which is one of my favorite songs to play as a raker.
1: I've busy changing, cause the rain, it never stops. Hot storm kept raging, till the neighbors called the cops. Said I put my fist right through the wall. Hit him want to spill out into the hall.
3: Be joined by a special guest, the amazing singer songwriter and friend of the Rakers, Robbie Barringer, the principal songwriter in the incredible band The Squanders. So let's go live to the studio where Robbie, Alex, and I are joined by the rest of the Rakers guitarist Leon Lejeune, drummer Anna Byers, and bassist Louis Rossell. Yeah,
0: like you have to tell them like you're on the airplane is not it's oh <laughs> damn <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
4: that yours see down
3: uh i got an extra chair over here leon if, uh, yeah
5: uh, you need the one with the pad. this is right? fine you're the old man you take it dude. This is good.
4: well my skinny butt this oh, thing's right, padded right, 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 right. okay somewhat <laughs> all right
3: welcome everybody I'd like to start tonight by talking about cars.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. <you> Somebody <laughs> jingles their keys everywhere. <laughs> Sorry.
3: That was part of the sound effects about the cars. There <laughs> we go. I don't think there's anybody in this room that drives a quote unquote nice car. Uh,
0: no, I certainly don't. No. I certainly don't. Not, not in
4: current history. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, I, I don't know. I know that you bought Linda a, a new car, but there's, That's it's great. like, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I've driven the
0: same car for 20 years. You've
3: driven the same car since I've known you. Yeah,
0: about 10 years, yeah. Uh,
4: it's like we all kind of have a... Sh- When's we, the last time you got a new car? Yeah, mine. Yeah.
6: My car's 20 years old.
4: Yeah. I got mine right before 10, 10. the Rakers. I think, right about the time that music, adult music club started.
3: What, the van? Hmm? What, and that van already was how old and you bought that how?
4: Well, it's a '98
3: van. Yeah, and then you bought it in like 2012.
5: He bought it from the lady that w- that. Owned from Aussie the, Trader. The Australian distributor store, like.
4: Yes, where Bella Bell is Yeah, it's a store
5: for Australia items. <laughs> <laughs> like. Wait, a, is this the I, real story? That's yes, that's <laughs> This was on Perkins. This was like right across from Living Foods. It was like a whole fucking store for Australia items. Yes, it's Bella Bella. Aussie imports. Aussie Trader. Aussie Trader. I didn't really? Know about that. No. Yeah, it was there well, for like, years. I don't know how that Like, how what
0: worked. are Australian items? Ooh, like kangaroo, kangaroo. kangaroo. Oh, They had them didgeridooons. Like, didgeri well, uh, well, one would assume they'd have didgeridoos. Live wallabies. A lot of didgeridoos.
5: Did <laughs> <laughs> so you got your van through this door? Well, she had to shut down eventually.
7: And well, started.
4: she, her mom was still in Australia, pretty old. So Liz came by the shop one day dangling the keys with that. I can't do an Australian accent. I'd like to really <laughs> like to hear you try that. Okay? Yeah. yeah, Leon, you know anybody wants to buy my van? That's the worst. That's the worst I <laughs> think I've ever heard. That's like a nondescript bad well, accent. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was summertime. Yeah, and I said, Liz, does the air conditioner work? She says, Yeah, she just put a new compressor. It's cold. I said, I'll buy it right now. So I did. Sight unseen. Well, no, she was. In the parking lot with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't
5: want a white van that's been well? I heard her, and her $50 husband $50. bought it
4: brand new. Well,
5: I'm sure someone bought it. it took good
4: care of it. That,
3: let's just say, for the record, this is the van that's taken to us to all of our gigs, except
0: for yeah, more. basically, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. all of them, yeah. Yeah.
3: Since it's, it's, it's only crapped out on us a couple of times, with the most part, uh, it's uh, actually it never broke down. Never no, broke but down, broke but there was it didn't start that night, right?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but well, it didn't. We didn't get problem? halfway somewhere. That yeah. does. That hardly counts as pretty. But it did. It, it,
4: okay. it Got us <laughs> where we were going. It just didn't start initially.
3: Well, I ask these questions because, like, what do you think it is? Like, what is it about the people in this room that none of us really care about <laughs> about cars? Because oh, I would love a new car. That. I just don't you have
5: fucking money. Oh yeah. Oh man. If I had money, I would be all about. i never.
3: Even in this lifetime. I
5: buy a car with a bumper? All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anna's car, for the record, (laughs) seeing its bumper. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not spend. I mean, I'd probably get a, I guess, a better car, but like, yeah, that would not be like, you know, lottery winnings, first thing, brand new car. Like,
5: no, I I
0: would be like, I would get, yeah. You get like
5: 10 first things with lottery winnings. Yeah.
0: I mean, that wouldn't even, I wouldn't care.
5: What would you get first?
0: What would I get first? I don't know. Airplane tickets. I think <laughs> like someplace. I would get the fuck out. Is what I would get. Um, I don't know. But like I, yeah, I would not be like, oh, can't wait to buy a new car today. Like, oh, no, my car.
6: My car is is I have sworn it's going to last me
2: until I am no longer. Brother.
0: So it's got what two more years on
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> my my thinking no, was that if hey, I bought a brand a new joke? car now <laughs>
4: <laughs> I would have to hope to outlive it because every other car I've had was already fifteen years when I bought it fifteen years old, and I, I drove it another ten or more. so if I got a brand new one, it'd be a race
0: Well, for me, the reason why i would I, you know this car that I have now that's all dented up and stuff like that. I mean, I was trying to be so careful with it cuz it was pretty new. I mean, it was used when we bought it, but
5: it was shiny and new when y'all got but, it. But like 100.
0: within 3 weeks, <laughs> I was over by Leon's shop uh getting pizza at that place and like backing out of that weird under the interstate thing and just scraped scraped the whole oh, side yeah. of the car
2: like <laughs>
0: And I was like, this is why I can't have nice things. And I think that's, that's why I've never, so like, I don't care.
6: Some are from the same spot underneath the, interst- over the Perkins overpass.
0: Maybe, yeah. maybe
4: that spot is the reason we can't have I nice things. I did cars. that when we played at Chelsea's one night, backing up yeah. real slow. <laughs> and I hit it's that, up. I scraped that telephone pole, and it broke my taillight lens. Mm-hmm. So I went out to look at it, and there's a whole pile of red taillight lens. <laughs> <laughs> like all different shades of it? Like, like,
0: well, yeah, like, like it, was a, it was a taillight compote out there? Well, it was a weird
4: place to put a taillight <laughs> and, and a bar where it's So it's been taped up, and the tape is starting to peel and run off right now. Well, I want to
3: get into the maintenance of cars. In a second. Before I do that, I want to introduce our special guest tonight. Uh, tonight on the Rakers podcast, we have our our good friend and uh, the the brains and the songwriting behind one of my favorite bands in Baton Rouge, the Squanders, Robbie Berenger. Well, thank you all for having me. <laughs> and so Robbie's agreed to join us and, and talk about the song tonight, which is "Basic Automotive Repair," which is why all the, the talk about about cars. I don't think the song is really about cars. No, but no, but it's, no. but, it, but car, a car is a nice metaphor for. Uh, I guess deferred maintenance. And, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and sort of not deferred paying attention to you know some of the things in life that may be sort of creeping up on you and might might uh, put you in a bind at
0: some. Right. Well, the the guy in the song kind of has a beater life, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it, his song is kind of like that, but he's the kind of guy who would talk about automotive maintenance. Who's who's like his entire life is just completely on the skids. But he would like...
5: Talking, you've never, I've never met a poor mechanic. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> well, there's plenty of mechanics that neglect their own cars. Just yeah. like, you know.
0: That's true. And oh, yeah. their lives. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and things like that.
5: And the shoemaker's <laughs> children.
0: I was
3: waiting for you to start
0: that particular song. Yeah.
3: But how, how is that, that song kind of a... Um, I guess... Well, first of all, I want to ask How does it relate to your own life? I know that you write a lot of fictional characters. Yeah,
0: that was... um, I mean, I think that's one of those that... um, Is one of those where I take, like... Where the parts of my life that kind of skitter off the runway a little bit. uh, You know, this is a way of kind of exploding that. And just... You know, where's the narrator's life really spirals out of control and uh, you know I don't think my life has ever quite been that out of control but you know at times when it does it's very cathartic to write about like you know somebody whose life is really in the toilet well we, we've all when been I'm just at the, the rim, rim. <laughs> <laughs> like you know i like, <laughs> <of> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. around the edge but
3: you were inspired
0: by
5: your own misery yes you know to explore those <laughs> to things. explore that
0: of another's of a fictional other, yeah, exactly. But then again, I'm
3: thinking like, um, you know, we've all held on to cars for a long time at this point. Some because we can't afford new ones, but others because we just don't want to part with them. Oh, yeah. And I think that that kind of like speaks to a little bit about the, you know, bad relationships that sometimes we find ourselves in. Sure. And so is that kind of what you were thinking about with this song as well? Oh,
0: definitely, definitely. This is about, you know, this... This is a song about dysfunction. This is got, you know, uh, dysfunctional person, dysfunctional relationship, dysfunctional life. But he and the only way he has to describe it is to talk about cars. Because that's, you know, he has no like that's where his emo- that there's a lot of guys that I've known in my life that that was where their emotional depth was was talking about cars or talking about guitars or both. Sometimes those overlap. But but sports. like sports, yeah. Nah, not the way people talk about cars. Cuz when you talk about sports, you're talking about other people. That's right. You know, it's you yeah. like talking about sports is like talking about music. Like you talk about members of quarterback of something right. the way you talk about, you know, Keith Richards or something like that. Whereas when people <clears> talk <throat> about cars, it's a manifestation of of the self. Like your car is yourself to a lot of those people. And um so I think I think that's where, you know, the metaphors on that kinda came out of that the wiper blades need changing and spark plugs need replacing and stuff like that because that's that's the only way this guy can understand himself. I need a lube job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like
3: the idea that it, it never stops. The right, never stops. That, it never stops. Sort of like yeah. You know, there's always it's a process with any car and the, a relationship yeah. is the same way. Yeah. Um, but uh, Robbie, I just want to ask you: most of your songs, do you write songs about that are autobiographical, or are they mostly
7: fictional? Oh well, probably. Uh, All the songs that have a personal context or that are about individual people rather than sort of things that are going on. uh, These are are, people that you know or people that you create? uh, Mostly these are people that I know. Uh, These are, uh, I would say, a lot is about uh, me Mm -hmm. um, because I'm the most important person in the world, right? (laughs) Or (laughs) the star of this show. Uh, But uh, but a lot of it is fictionalized too. So uh, much like what Alice is doing, I mean, it's. uh,
0: yeah, well all it, fiction is like basically It's always you somebody's <laughs> well it's you and it's somebody else's stolen story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Like you've hijacked somebody else's story and but then changed it enough things to that, to, yeah. to make it viable and or make it good. Yeah. You know. So uh yeah, I mean I think a lot of that is on there. Like I've you know, never had the drug problems of the guy in this song <laughs> and never had the, you know Well
5: I was gonna say, you know quite
0: life going completely off the rails but uh
5: i think this kind of songwriting is proof that you don't have to like just you don't have to have a fucked up life to write
0: no i think to
5: write great songs about fucked up living Mm -hmm.
0: no i think you just have to be perceptive about people right and understand that like people with you know whose lives are a hot mess they're they're still real people in fact they're a lot of times realer people yeah And have some empathy for what's going on. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know too real
4: for me. Yeah. (laughs) They're on the front lines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When do you
3: guys know so when you're thinking about this, like I keep going back to this relationship cars thing. Um and we've all been in relationships that we knew were going south, but we stayed in them for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, inertia. Yeah inertia. (laughs) Well, how do you like when do you what is that moment when you know that Things are going south.
0: Well, I think, it's a, I think it very much is the same with a car. You will have a car that has some, like, horrible knock, some horrible noise, that has, like... I had a car for a while that the only way I could start it was, like, you know by the gear shift, there's that little thing that you can pop up. It's like a little... Door, oh, yeah, it's the by little, the gear shift. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, what the that is is. That's, that's, like that's a, that's a, yeah, yeah. That's also an electrical override because this car had such problems. I had to stick a spare key in that to be able to start the car and to put it into gear. And uh, I mean, that's when I should have known it's time to part with this car. <laughs> but oh no, I drove that thing easily for another year. Mm-hmm. Maybe a year and a half.
5: And you missed it, didn't you? I
0: did. I did. Like, until it was in the driveway and literally it was a Toyota Corolla. So those things are indestructible. Yeah, they are. Except they're not. Like like indestructible people are also not indestructible (laughs) at all. And uh, I actually... uh, Donated that car to uh, NPR. No way. So, uh, I have uh, earned my way into liberal snow. heaven. <laughs> like, uh, did they, give you, did they give you a I, Oh, man. Oh, they gave you a text write-off? No, like, yeah, more. well, there wasn't much of one, but, Alice, yeah.
5: did you turn your car into, into some of your favorite, favorite programs? Program? Yeah, right. <laughs> I straight
0: up did. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. I, d- I did drive a car for two years that didn't go into reverse. <laughs> and I don't, know, I don't know if that what kind of metaphor that is for my own life, but uh, yeah. I had to like I issue, had to so. do I had to do some planning uh, often on where I was going to park. Yeah, yeah. Where well, I well, bet That's
4: similar to having to park on a downhill, so you can pop the clutch. Yeah,
3: I, I've been in that situation yeah. too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, the car
4: that I'm hey, many many hills right run now, here.
6: About a year ago. Key started giving me problems. Uh, it's like you you know you couldn't you when you you put the key in the ignition and you can't turn it all. It's just it's like it's like it doesn't recognize the key. Mm-hmm. And you have to jiggle with it and jiggle with it and
0: jiggle with it. Oh, yeah, that's that parking lot thing, and, isn't yeah. it? And This is going uh, to turn into car talk. Like the worst car talk. Okay. The car okay. talk with a bunch of hosts that know nothing about cars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
6: know, course, I think not, of a jig, on the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I did not get it fixed until it left me stranded, in a, you know, like miles away from home in a parking lot. You know, right. yeah. It caused me, hey, I can't yeah. get me, you know. Yeah. After that happened a few, two
0: or three times. So yeah, yeah that's straight up <laughs> a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've still
6: yeah. Got
0: that. Yeah.
3: Which car is
6: that?
0: That's my truck. Oh, okay, okay. All
5: right.
0: Yeah. You got off easy. Now Leon, you've you're known for having a number of cars that don't run that you use for.
5: Number. Of vehicles. Like
0: like you had a car for a while that was just parked in a spot to. Uh, cover a hole for the water meter.
4: Well, to cover the water meter period, so yeah. the garbage truck wouldn't back on it. <laughs> yeah, Do
0: you sell them? like that you owned a. Beer, that you? was
4: a Mercedes. Yeah, it was a '93. That you, I had that. Thing. That's a Mercedes
0: that you kept parked yeah. over the water meter to keep the garbage truck from backing over
4: it. Yep. You so got enough
7: material for a whole album just on. You know.
4: It was a main car, <laughs> and somebody's been looking at it. And he finally came in a few months ago and bought it. Oh, uh, you, no, yeah. you sold it. You sold it. Yeah, it's out in Prairieville being restored.
5: Steel green bean.
4: So what's happened to the water meter? Jesus. Well, I we got a half-inch steel plate from the water company. Ah, uh, okay. Pretty much indestructible.
0: I think that's a that's a metaphor for things that like you don't
5: need a whole that, car
0: that you don't need a whole car to do that and like huh. when you you know when well, you when you hold on to an old car or a bad relationship because well I've got this <laughs> horrible relationship. Because it keeps the garbage truck from backing over the water meter, like, or you could maybe find a better solution for that.
4: Well, I still got life. two of them left. Yeah, one of them's up, up in the bunkie. Yep.
5: Did it run? run?
4: It ran. It ran. I went airborne and then a lake on it, and then it ran when I I got pulled out of it.
3: Wait, it it ran what while happened?
4: while.
0: You How'd were, you
4: get airborne into a lake? Headed to bunkie about. Three years ago, to meet my sister, to go to a lawyer and probate thing in Alexandria. I can tell you the story. I don't How many so. years ago? Tell our studio audience. It was audience June, though. four years ago. And be,
5: while we were in a band together? That could be
4: 24 years ago, by the I way. way. I could have yeah. I you all that. Well, while um, we were in a band anyway, <laughs> I'll give you the short version. <laughs> it was actually one of the most positive things that ever happened when it was all over. Headed to Bunkie a Tuesday morning. Beautiful day, no traffic, this doesn't weather. Like the short version. The day before, my caravan had a flap and I couldn't get a new tire in time to go on that trip to meet my sister. So I got that old diesel Mercedes 83 model, which is a main car for a long time. And I knew it would make it there with no air conditioning. So I aired it up, washed the windows, yada, yada. Uh, turn in on Highway 71 off of 190 to go toward Alexandria and Bunky. And I've made that trip, I would say, hundreds and hundreds of times going home where my parents live. The first five, six miles, is like these uh, almost like bayous on both sides, which is water, because the road is built 15 feet above the floodplain there and some of the water comes from the chapla to irrigate the fields. So anyway, June, I'm looking at the wildlife, like turtles every now and then an alligator. Wasn't speeding. All of a sudden, I look up. I mean, I, I was looking at the road anyway, but what I didn't see in time was a turtle about, I'd say about, 15, 18 inches in diameter. Big ass turtle galloping across the road. And I cut the wheel at the last nanosecond to the left, just Mm -hmm. went to like this centrifugal circle or two. Next thing I know, I'm looking up at the road in reverse and there's water.
5: Well, I just pooped myself. But the diesel didn't
4: kill, it's just bubbling underwater in the muffler. Uh huh. And I immediately put the window down because electric. And before I could cuss or grab my flip phone to think about calling my sister or AAA or something, your car is sinking into the water
5: at this, this point. This guy
4: stops in a white pickup truck and he hollers at me across and, um, Told him what happened. The turtle's still up there. A turtle stopped in the <laughs> middle of the road.
5: Can I just ask your car you're in your car which is sinking into the water right now?
4: Yeah, I didn't you're know how deep it was, but it was still running. Way. Okay. So he, he walks a long ways around till he finds a place to cross over the water. It comes with a fence post that was on the ground. It didn't help. But at that <laughs> when he threw that right? fence post down, there's an eighteen wheeler headed toward Bunky. He flags down as two of his buddies that, you know, I had an 18 wheeler with a big trailer on it. So they back up, two guys get out. They said, what do you do, fall asleep? I said, no, you see a turtle? Turtle's still up there, but a second, maybe a minute later, another 18 wheeler hits that thing and it's like a (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, they throw me a chain and that's when I had to get my feet wet. So it's up about halfway above my knees, but it's still running like mm-hmm. the mouth under underwater that's german engineering right? yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was diesel also the
5: yeah. me.
4: plus it didn't I, I crawled out of the window the water didn't come in through the doors i said well it was sealed so i'd hook it in the front and throw the other part of it to the guy in the white pickup truck and he pulls me up that hill you know slip and slide and still running And um, I had like $60 in cash. Offered it to him to buy him lunch, he wouldn't take it. I said, well look, just give it to your church or your kids or something. So the one that first stopped, he said, well give it to them, they they had the chains. Piece of cake. From the time I hit that water, Mm -hmm. I was back aimed 25 more miles to meet my sister in Bunky. It was less than 20 minutes. No police, no didn't even get a chance to cuss. So longer than the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like good country people. Yeah. You know, and, um, So you left that up there... Well, uh, went up to Alexandria with my sister, yada. Got the attorney stuff taken care of. Came back at five, and she got to talking to a neighbor. So I, I got the jack out of the car and jacked it up. Took the back wheel off because it was making us... Every revolution of the wheel is like a a hammer from hell. Blah, 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 for 25 miles. And all it was was a mud jammed a a brake port or something like that. But it was also in the front end. So I come back a couple of months later, and it's still running good. So I said, well, I'll just come back when I get a ride and bring it back. But a few months later, it wouldn't start. So it's still up there. (laughs) <laughs> in a carport. Wow. Did you walk
5: home? I,
4: I, I'm not asking. <laughs> yeah, you to no, my sister gave me a ride. Yeah, but, um, yeah. 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 But wow.
3: So when I drive by your house now, I, I, there's there's a pickup in it's here.
4: It's an 88 Dodge truck. Does that run? Yes. It but does? But the brakes uh, paid $1,200 <laughs> for a brake job at Firestone a while back, and it went south about a year or two later.
3: Okay. I've never seen yeah. you drive that. So.
4: Just and, like, how many...
0: Like maybe in parts. How many motorcycles do you have?
4: Well, if you count the one in parts,
5: and the one in your kitchen.
4: Yeah. Well, I got s- six complete, and maybe another couple of basket cases. Yeah, but you don't ride them anymore. Nope. That so why, nice.
3: why do you keep them? Like why do you hang on to
4: them? Well, I ain't gave up on them yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so and that's kind of that's kind of what you do. In a messed up relationship, that you're just like, well, it's all in parts; it's a basket case, and I had to leave it up in Bunky and, and you know, Hammer from
4: Hell and whatever. I
5: mean, he said
4: it best. I ain't gave up on it yet. I ain't gave up on it yet. Well, you can't do that in a relationship because the woman ain't gonna put up with this shit. <laughs> but a dead. Well, no, I th- I think they will. I think they will. I think they frequently well, do. That, I did a quick survey. they it looks will like they if do they a lot. yeah if they're hell bent southern. <laughs> And are determined to change your sorry ass. They'll <laughs> stick in forever. Well, I
0: don't think the woman in this in the song in particular is one that's looking to change this person. Or maybe she is. Maybe she thinks she's going to save him. But
3: I mean, it sounds like she's a full participant. In yeah, she's, just as ma-
7: at the, end she's it the biggest mess. She's yeah. the biggest mess. about I can't remember uh, paraphrasing that uh, that somebody's empty or. Uh,
0: yeah, that they uh, that they can't, you know. They're on the same page. That, that's what he likes about her. That's hers. what I like about so her. Yeah, yes, she yeah. she doesn't like to think about nothing, too.
4: Yeah, and yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like the, She's of, the, the, the Well, egg. they're on the same page, so they'll be yeah. together forever. That's just yeah. like my Dead cars and right. all. <laughs> <laughs> But uh But, yeah, yeah, so wow. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nothing, but, you know, I don't want to soak up all the time again. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: all right. Well, yeah, I don't.
4: I don't know what to add after that. Well, yeah. I can tell you about my eighty-six dollars Mercedes Benz that I paid six hundred for. Bring it. That was before the caravan. Actually, this guy came by the sh- shop, a friend of mine, dangling the keys. Want to know there if, anybody, if, I, if I knew anybody wanted to buy it, or if I wanted to buy it because he knew I was into him. So I said, "Nah," about ten years ago because I had a lot of cars, you know. But I decided, you know, maybe would ride it for the hell of it because it was a 1986, and it was like almost 90,000 new. A, as big as this room, I've never been in, never owned a car that nice. Well, it wouldn't start. I had to jump him off to get him out of the parking lot. But I wound up buying it because he was, he got this calling in his 50s, to become a priest. So he's shedding all of his stuff and he shed that car in my direction. Pardon? His
5: worldly goods.
4: Yeah, he's a priest as we speak. Uh, Great family here in town.
5: It's
4: a lot to give up. So I had that car for a few years and me and Terry took some voyages in it. About that far off the ground and uh, it had a- For those listening, that's like a had a, a hydraulic suspension <laughs> no it had a hydraulic suspension like automatic which didn't work i could crawl under the back end and lift that car up with one finger a whole foot with the switch that did that
2: mm-hmm.
4: but in reality it wasn't hooked up with the rest of the car so where is this car now um parked next to the other one in Bunky, i think no <laughs> actually somebody actually my water asked me for a year wanting to buy it to, for his limo service, like for a backup. <laughs> it was that it was that nice. It wasn't a full limousine, but it was actually a problem, round, yeah. like, like back seats were it right that way. Mm-hmm. All leather and yeah got about six miles to the gallon. But I had to have it. She sounds like a Buick. She sounds like yeah. a butte,
5: and I wanna say I, I love playing this song. And uh a buick I, I
0: loves playing this song.
5: It sounds like a butte. Your car sounds like a. Let's do a, bu-
4: a little rewind. Oh my she God. sounds like B U K E. Okay. okay. Alice. Uh, As in rebuke. This is like a my, beauty.
0: Like oh, a beaut. oh,
4: beaut. Okay. Jesus Christ!
3: <laughs>
0: this is one of my favorite That's songs. That's part of being a musician. Can you, <laughs> all right, <laughs> your time is done.
4: We're taking the we're taking the story stick away from well, <laughs> you. Yeah, girls, girls, you're I'm feeling jealous because yeah. um nobody else is talking. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I think this is one of my favorite songs to play.
5: Um, we played this uh, like in my early days. Like yep. it's been around mm-hmm. for a long this time. One's, and, uh, and
0: it's evolved in a couple different ways. Yeah. Uh You know, it was it was one like a very kind of acousticy.
8: We should post some early episodes. Kind of, of I'm fun. sure
0: they're Yeah, I'm sure I've got them. It was kind of a Dylan-y, kind of like jingle jangle kind of song. And then when I started playing keys. I was thinking about Augie Myers from the Sir Douglas Quintet and Doug Somband and stuff like that, and that that I love that kind of like rinky-dink Farfisa sound. I remember I saw Augie Myers play at Phil Brady's one night, and he was just playing like a stage piano the whole time, but he had the Farfisa there, and that's like what he's super famous for. And I was like, "When is he gonna play this?" Like he was just playing Isn't it this. Isn't like
5: hooked up and everything?
0: yeah, yeah, it was all right there, and it was like wasn't until they got to "She's About a Mover" that he was like,
6: freaking can <laughs> It was yeah, like the
0: lovely. whole place went nuts, but yeah. I think
3: we, we had uh, some. We had a weekend away where we had like
7: a band retreat and we worked. We, we sort of workshop. Yeah,
0: I think so too.
7: So that's how old that
0: song. Was. Yeah, that, that one's been kicking around for a long time.
7: Well, the video I found of you doing it originally was from 2014. Wow. Which was. Uh, yeah, I wasn't is, in that video. Was it? <laughs> was I think that was yeah. just at my house. Well, no, I, uh, there was a, no, that was, live, that, uh, there's a live video oh. that I found from 2016 or something. Oh,
0: that was like we were playing in the alley. At, yeah, uh, yeah. Fest All. at Fest for All. At And then yeah. I found a
7: video of just you, Alex, doing it uh, acoustic in in a room someplace yeah. you know, like we do. Um, so, yeah, it's changed a lot. The, the I mean, the, the full band version is really powerful. So. Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: I think that's one that we, like, The that's that's one of those songs that we've played long enough that's, like, in our DNA. Like, mm-hmm. kind of don't. Like, honestly, any time that I've played it where I do screw it up, I was like, it's a spiral out of, it's like a full train wreck. <laughs> it really like, messes up. Yeah, I was like, how did I screw this cause up? Because it's like, not,
3: actually, that song is, like, I don't even know what I play on that song. Like, I don't think about it. Right, yeah,
5: and there's that cut, too. And what you know, yeah. when they yeah. like cut on, we all come back in, and just every time it comes up to that, I just you know, just float with it.
0: Yeah, that's one that kind of grew with the band. Yeah, I mean, I think I've had that song floating around since we started this mm-hmm. in, in one way, shape, or form.
4: Yeah, Six, when seven, Jamie eight. was doing drums, we did that, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you mentioned playing songs. You know, on video Mm -hmm. in a room like we do, I do this a lot. Actually, grown-up
5: teenagers, I love it. Yeah,
0: it's like well, it's like a big songwriting tool for me. That I'll write a song, and if the next morning I still kind of remember it, I have a moment in the morning. I'll go ahead and do it on Facebook Live, so it's got like some. There's still some risk involved. Not going to be like, okay, stop. Let's start again. Okay, stop. I won't be precious about it. It's like I've got to make it through the song, or delete it. Sometimes yeah. those get deleted, because I don't make it through the song. For me, those are ones that I can, that's how I can tell, like, is this song any good? Is that it's, based on how you were playing or how people react to it? No, it's how I'm playing and how I've, how I've I mean, it's nice when people react to it. It's very,
4: well,
0: very, people, like, flattering and comforting. That's when,
7: also not entirely under your own control, because you don't have any control over how many people or who Facebook shows it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, some of the stuff that I post, you know, which is probably better than some of the other stuff, but, yeah, it gets, like, 600 He years, meant that it was better you know, than then, mine. But then, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he meant. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then some, some, other, some other stuff that seems just as good to me gets, like, 120 views. And I'm thinking, like, you know, what's the disparity is obviously kind of the way it distributed itself through the algorithm or whatever. But, yeah. You know. Yeah, for a long time,
3: Facebook was, like, trying to get the live thing going. So anything you did live, they were going to make sure a lot of people saw it. I don't think that's necessarily the
0: case. No, I've kind of noticed that. I noticed that, like, all of a sudden, all kinds of people would pop up, like, in the morning when a live thing, because it would pop up and say, Alex is going live. So people would just click it.
5: Yeah. But it's the internet. You don't care. If there's a video to watch, you just watch it. It doesn't really matter if it's live or not. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Robbie, you don't you do some some of yours live, but a lot of yours. Actually,
7: should, no, yeah. I never do it. Uh, I'm always doing my recording with the the way Alex, you know, like stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how do you decide when you're going to uh, to put it out there? Well, uh, I do a lot of failed recording sessions. You know, like where where I can't get this video right, and sometimes sometimes I'm playing it right, but I can't get the, the position of the microphone, you know, correct where I, where I got a good balance between voice and guitar and so forth. And other times, I just can't get through the song, you know? And, yeah. and it's like, okay, well, obviously, it's not meant to be today. Some of those days, I come up, I just try something different. Like, oh, this is perfect. i will post this. Well, I love Brian, uh, a yeah. lot of the,
3: the the covers that you do. But, you you know, you also do some original stuff there, too. So, oh, yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Um, so those, like, ways, like Alex was talking about, to workshop ideas or, you know, how does that play out? Playing
7: co- playing covers or or stuff? No, the, 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 the originals, stuff? yeah. Oh, original just because... Oh, just because I'm excited to get stuff out, you know. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I didn't start playing guitar until I was fifty. I'm yeah, so let's now, talk about so. that. So, <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about kind of your history with music because you
3: you start. I know you sang in some bands and things before, yeah.
7: right? Yeah. I grew well. I, I grew up loving music and, uh, um, I. Then uh, in high school, uh, I went to went Baton High when it, when WBRH was still a rock station, and I got onto that. And uh, so I thought I wanted to be a DJ for a while until I realized that you know Dj uh, in in the real world is not playing songs that you like <laughs> yeah that <one. laughs> imagine that yeah I got a job at uh, qxy beautiful music <laughs> yeah, anyway uh but I always felt uh i had a, i had myself convinced that uh, that my hands were not uh, smart enough to play guitar right um, and that was the story that I bought into for a long time until uh, friend of mine told me about David Henson having a guitar class, and, and I, I was uh, kind of about to hit midlife crisis st- stage, like, oh, I'm kind of bored, I think I need something to do. And, this is um, much better than Spandex and Corvettes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah, I hard to
5: think you can, you know, work all of them in. <laughs> yeah. But I was, I, as you
7: mentioned, I was in a them. band in Philadelphia when I lived there uh, around the turn of the millennium, um, and I just sang in that wrote some songs that way, but I feel like songwriting when you play an instrument is a completely different activity. Like so I, how? Well about? I start with the chords now. Yeah. I start with the chord progression mm. and then I figure out a melody and then the words come last. And it used okay. to be like melody and words first and then hey can you guys write some chords to this? <laughs> so. Which Alex you actually start with words,
0: right? I usually start with words. Yeah. I usually start with like just some phrase or some kernel of an idea and then that kind of blows out and I kind of figure out the form from that. Like, I'll usually get one verse. I'll have like, uh, I think for this song, like it was the, uh, actually the second verse was the first one that was like, spark plugs need replacing because the fire in them goes out. And I was just like, that's just a good line. That's like, I like that line. So yeah, then made the couplet with that and then made the verse. That was the structure of the verse. So I wrote two more verses or however many verses. Or in that song, I used to write a lot of verses in a song.
7: I was going to ask about that. Do you, I mean, do you do you write a lot of verses and then throw some out, or?
0: Uh, uh no. I've gotten a lot more economical with it now. Yeah. Uh, used to I used to write a lot of verses and throw none of them out. <laughs> 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 and so our songs would be really really long. We we both had that disease. Yeah, <laughs> and then and like at some point, like you know, and actually Anna's to credit on a lot of that that she was. When she was joined the band and was like learning the song, she was like, Y'all songs are long. I'm like, that's not a bad thing, but they're long and we we're like, They are long. And so I kind of made myself a challenge of like, how do I squeeze down what was a five minute song's worth of story mm-hmm. into two and a half minutes? And I don't know what this song comes to now. It's pretty I, short. It's pretty cool. short. It's, it's like. Because yeah. we, we kind of we, lost. We, had, we stripped it down. Like, I mean, the lot.
3: last record we did, we, all of our songs were two and a half. No more than two and a half. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have
5: not had long song problems uh, for a um, while.
3: And so now this this whole record is uh, pretty short. I mean, we were thinking vinyl, you know, for mm-hmm. it. So you want to get a lot of ideas out there in, in a short way. But I think, you know, as a writer outside of music, I always try to be as concise as possible. And so it was it sort of clicked when we started talking about doing that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? <laughs> it doesn't need that many words. We right. To right. Kind of cut back, Not to say that there aren't some things that, some topics that we want to go into at some point that, that might uh, require longer. I think silence, it brought
5: the but, picture, like, you know, a little more focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. So, um, but, so, my own process is that I, I do both. Like, sometimes it'll be a story that I'm trying to tell. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to, like, figure out how to put that into verses and things. Other times it'll be absolutely just music, you know, where I'm just playing music and I start singing a line or something. It might be something that I read right. in a really good book or you know a poem or something that I hung on to that word and brought it in and started expanding on it. So there's like lots of different ways to do it. And I know certain songwriters do it all the time the same way. For me, at least at this stage, you know, um, like you, Robbie, I kind of came to this a little bit late, but um, it's it's a lot of trying to do different things so yeah. Um, so yeah but you're saying now it's, since you learn learned guitar it's you're Typically, writing now yeah with, and, and you
7: uh, know I have a little uh, uh, note files on my phone that I call my scrap lumber pile and it's full of uh, just kind of snippets of conversation or phrases and things or sometimes like a whole paragraph of what if we did blah 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 idea yeah. idea idea mm-hmm. um, and so when I come up with uh, something that uh, is good sounds like a, a good chords Kind of thing together. Then, oh, what, what what might fit with this? And a lot of times, it'll, it'll be like you know, I know yeah, what that's I know what
5: smart. I
7: know what vowel so- I know what vowel sounds I want. <laughs> yeah, do <laughs> these have the right vowel sounds? Yeah, least some yeah. Here.
3: So. yeah. I think yeah. it's like I haven't gone full Jeff Tweedy, which the Jeff Tweedy. Uh, thing is to like make like guttural son of animal sounds while he's playing, <laughs> huh. and then go back and try to figure out like what those words are. Yeah, yeah. Um,
5: I've tried it's like that. a scrambled eggs kind yeah, of thing with like yesterday. It, it doesn't
3: like quite, like, I you know. can't like, quite like figure
2: out. like the Rorschach out version. A, yeah. yeah,
3: which is a like that's like a, a to me is sort of like okay. One day, maybe I could figure out how to do it that way, but I haven't quite gotten
0: there. I kind of right? want to uh, hear Jeff Tweedy's animal noise. <laughs> like, <laughs> S- it's like a CNC. and say, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, you, everything is so crafted and beautiful; it's bizarre yeah. that it comes out that way. But you know, when you right. li- read his lyrics, they, some of them are uh, pretty impressionistic, so you can see how that would come out of that. Right. So, but for you, is it Robbie? Is it like a, a story you're trying to tell usually, or is it something like how are how do you develop the characters in your songs? Like, who is T. Wayne?
7: Uh, well, T. Wayne is in part me and in part just a bunch of T. people Wayne. I grew, grew up with. Uh, this is in relation in, uh, to a song called T. Wayne and Punk Lloyd. Uh, and uh, these are uh, young guys who go out and like to party a lot. And then, uh, well, and this is an example of what I was, you know, trying to be concise. You know, that I'm trying to tell a whole life story in three verses. And so the first verse is they're young and they go out and, and party. and get high and stuff and then the, then in the second verse uh they're having children and so forth and it kind of takes a turn into some a little bit melodramatic uh, stuff and then in the last verse they're dying um and so the, but these are just uh you well know, there you go you don't it doesn't take much to tell an entire life right, <laughs> right.
3: <there.
0: laughs>
5: yeah, take that one tin soldier <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah
8: To get destroyed, knife hits, tall boys, different kinds of alkaloids. What they only hope to do is freeze the moment true. It's already yesterday, they gotta move. Get a misty feeling when we're looking back at you. so Of you, let us hope them true. Before it's yesterday, we gotta move. Get a misty. Faith in you today Both Lloyd a T. Wayne Vowed that they would never change Brave vow, anyhow Services will be arranged All I really want to do Is hold this moment with you It's already yesterday We gotta move Get a listed beer
4: Get destroyed. That is so fucking true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> take my word for it. So there's a guy that told, that told the story about the accident that lasted longer than <laughs> uh, But uh I really like narrative. I like story songs. I like the story songs. Gotta
6: go write my story I gotta write songs. my story
0: songs, but I do like the story song. You know, building those characters, you, know, you get to flesh out their lives just enough to like get a glimpse of them. Either you know somebody who's like that, or you are somebody who's like that, or you have no idea. You know, no one like that, so you're getting that experience. You're gonna win,
5: people.
2: either way.
5: Yeah. But yeah. however you come at this, you're
0: gonna win. Right. Yeah. But again, I
3: think what we talked about at the beginning—it's kind of like wh- whatever type of person they are. The common element is having some empathy for the character, whether or not they're uh, you know uh, an upstanding individual or not. Which most of the characters in our songs at least <laughs> no. are, are not. A lot I'm of car copy. wrecks. That's, uh, a lot, a lot, lot of, of terrible too. people and a
0: uh, lot of car wrecks. We have a lot of car wrecks. We have a, a lot wrecks. of car wrecks. Yeah. Uh, uh, like at one point, I know early on, we kind of had to put a moratorium. <laughs> No, no, car Wreck socks because we were like Man, okay Too many people are dying in cars in our socks.
3: <laughs> Robbie, what do you guys have on the horizon? What's coming up for the Squanders?
7: Uh, we got a show at Phil Brady's On uh, August 10th, it's a Saturday um, We're going to develop uh, deve- uh, debut of new stuff um, Andrew has a great new song Called Drudgeville uh, <laughs> Which he posted a demo of uh, Earlier in the summer uh, we got some. We got a new uh, cover medley that I don't want to divulge what's in it because it's part of it's a right, surprise. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, three song cover medley. Very three unlikely, uh, unlikely uh, pairing. I guess. Uh, what's the What's the word for three of a pairing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: It's, it's called a thring. A thring.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thripping. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and also, well, here's a hint. I just found out today, or I just realized today, that that, that, that date, August 10th, is a 50th anniversary of something that happened, and one of the songs that we're playing is, relates to that thing. It's a complete right. accident. But it's, in a, it's a secret. You can't tell us what. Yeah.
8: Well, Was the thing <laughs> an accident? How many people are going to be listening to this thing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we've had tens of people listening. How many people, okay, How many okay. people are in this room? For the yeah, listeners
5: of
7: this podcast alone, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Um, the first song of that medley is Helter Skelter And it's on the 50th anniversary of the oh, second yeah. uh, of, the, of the pair of uh, Manson murders Which they actually oh. wrote that in Blood on the Wall Which when I realized that this afternoon I thought, oh my god <laughs> And then we had a conversation cool. about whether yeah. we should refer to it on stage And I said, you know, let's just let people figure it out If they yeah. can figure it out I, I think like there's going to be somebody precious. there that knows <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah probably, Like so was there, there.
0: So, so yeah. that
7: it sounds like y'all are working on some new material You plans to go into the studio anytime soon? We've or? been recording ourselves um, yeah. We bought a big fancy mixer, and and mm-hmm. and then it's you know a very steep learning curve. But uh, where so does that take place? At our practice base. which uh, is uh, James Highfield's mom's uh, workroom, I
5: guess you call it. Okay. Wow! I, I, so like, there I on was no. just thinking like about how y'all are like grown up teenagers, you know. <laughs> and it's like a couple years in, like when I was a teenager, started writing songs, you know. I didn't, we didn't have the iPhone and the internet. <laughs> So it's have to like record. Like I'd mix by holding the guitar further yeah. <laughs> away from the tape deck, like
0: bluegrass stuff. Yeah, where yeah. I would like
5: press play and record at the same time. Right. So I'm just like, like you had to
0: have two Panasonic tape recorders, like the Mountain Goats. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, is what We yeah.
4: stole this
3: whole idea mm-hmm. for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About, so mm-hmm. yep. But is James's mom coming with cookies
5: or anything? And here you Actually, are. Actually, occasionally
7: she does bring some beans. <laughs> so Bob, so <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, that'd be So yeah. awesome. So you're in we like the just garage part of. Jim, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
7: actually it was actually James's uh, high school bedroom. So it's sort yeah. of separated from the oh house. Um, so there's still like, like six posters on the wall or Uh well, uh, no, but I kinda kinda wish there was sort of, uh, evidence of what it looked like back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Cool. You have to call her like
5: Miss like Miss Miss Barbara or whatever. <laughs>
3: That's
7: Bonnie, Bonnie. but, uh, but Bonnie. No, Miss we're, Bonnie. We're, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> the okay. What? <laughs> um was the last thing, there was some kind of s- baked sweet. I don't remember specifically. I would it love was. a sounds baked sweet. Sounds like a cookie.
5: Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like she, it sounds like she's bringing you cookies.
0: I, l- I would love a baked a sweet. Baked sweet. Another yeah.
7: time it was something bizarre, and I, it was something like stuffed artichoke hearts. It wasn't that, but you know something dead, <laughs> 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 Like
0: a doll head full of guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are grown up prodigies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wish we had baked (laughs) treats, baked
3: sweets. Uh, Anything anybody else wants to add to the uh, the topic of conversation
5: tonight, Anna? You? you No, I was just worried about what Leon might think of that question. Oh,
0: you know what? Uh, Bring it, Leon. If you got something to add on here.
4: Oh, (laughs) if you ever been in a roadhouse in Texas with seven foot ceilings and cowboys are six foot eight? (laughs) Yeah, that's what they listen to that kind of
5: stuff. Alex, you were right.
4: Yeah. They,
0: Did they scrape the, is that why they wear the big hat? I would think the you big know, hat would be a hindrance. I never could
4: figure it out, but um, yeah. the few I hitchhiked across and went in. So what's the worst one that you ever this went This is to? eight feet.
0: What's the worst, like, Texas nightclub that you ever hitchhiked
4: to and went in? Well, this was part of the rides I got. I just wound up in places. That, actually, they were all good. Mm-hmm.
5: Never
3: been a Texas
4: roadhouse. He didn't like. <laughs> yeah, evidently. Yeah, I mean, um, so
3: nobody tried to like beat you up in the parking lot or anything and, on the way to. I know no, I, at one point I remember you hitchhiking to a like a commune in Colorado. Didn't
2: didn't
4: well, like that hard. was the trip. I yeah. hitchhiked from here to Colorado, and yeah. uh, the rides were the to go to live in a commune. If there's anything yeah. dangerous, is some of the rides sure. I got. Yeah. Okay. Either in cars with like ball tires and weird drivers, but um. This, Overall piece of cake.
0: So it all comes back
4: to the cars.
0: <laughs> that, that to
4: do something that
0: was maybe, I mean, yes, adventurous in your life, but perhaps hitchhiking from Bunky to Colorado to go to a Baton Rouge. commune. From Bat- oh, okay. Baton Rouge to Colorado to go to a commune. You know, it seems fitting that the, that the conveyance would be
4: a bunch of sketchy people in sketchy cars. Well, the metaphor for that would be the first ride I got, the foot of the old bridge. Uh huh. This big-ass Grand Prix, like those two-door cars from the early '70s, '60s. These guys just got off working offshore for 14 days, and, they were and smelling great. by the time we got uh, a little bit further down the road and had a blowout in Crutch Springs mm-hmm. because it may pops on. It's a tire that may pop anytime. <laughs> well, I realized, other than just giving me a ride, one of the reasons they picked me up was there's a, a co-worker in the back seat drinking whiskey like an older man mm-hmm. and taking heart medication, and he was just talking their head off. So they picked me up to listen to him. <laughs> Little did he know. Yeah. The driver was so fast that the other guy decided to drive instead of him, so I, I felt like I was, there was an angel in that car. I think one of
5: the odds would be two serial talkers.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, that was the first ride out of there. Well, uh. Each one is like a poke. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Lewis, you got anything to. I was going to say that guy in that
6: Grand, Prix, that Grand Prix that sounds like the person that picked me up. Uh, about two o'clock in the morning from the French Quarter heading to my apartment up on the lakefront. Mm-hmm. This is during the bus strike. <laughs> Back then, what was that? In the mid, early 70s. Mm-hmm. So there's a bus strike in New Orleans. And what was your I didn't have a car. <laughs> you know, everybody was hitchhiking. I got up, I hitched a ride with some guy about two o'clock in the morning. Got in. He took, he, he took off so fast that the first red light where we got that we got to, I said, "Ah,
0: yeah. I'm around
6: the corner here." <laughs> yeah. I walked
0: like I don't know about five miles. miles. Uh, oh, this yeah. is me. It was kind of like a. Yeah. It was kind of like that scene in The Jerk. Like, how far are you going into this fence? <laughs> <laughs> I th- the weirdest ride I ever got was. Um, it was on the Natchez Trace Parkway. I was going to visit a friend in Florence, Alabama, which is at the northern terminus of the parkway. And I had a rental car, and I had stopped somewhere along the parkway. Uh, I don't know, there was something to see, so I just got out to go smoke a cigarette, and and, and I realized I had locked my keys in this <laughs> rental car. <laughs> and like had not, bought the extra insurance of, like, whatever happens to this rental car. Because yeah. if I bought that, I'd just, like, shit, I'll break the window because I don't care. But, uh, <laughs> hence how much I care about cars. <laughs> but I wasn't going to get charged for that. So I had to walk out to the road, and I got picked up in this, uh, big station wagon. It had a whole family in it. Like, there was probably seven kids <laughs> in this, and a husband and wife up front, and uh, they had just gone to the grocery store. You stuck your thumb out? Yes, literally stuck my thumb out, out. like, get a ride. They picked me up, they had uh, grocery bags that all said Jesus on it, like it (coughs) kind of looked like a Pepsi logo, except it said Jesus. (laughs) And but the, like, were there, a, th-
5: they were there. Uh, I'm not allowed to ask questions. I think
0: it was a grocery store. I think it was like a. Mm-hmm. It was a Jesus grocery store. It was store. a Jesus grocery Fair store. Fair enough.
5: Wow. Fair enough.
0: And uh, they, were, they were, you know, good Christian people in this beat up station wagon. They drove me 35 miles with their groceries and all their kids. What was that like? Like ice cream melting, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like, you know. Like, just happy to do it, happy to help a, a, you know. So they they drove me to some little town where there was a garage that would, like, come back. And I was like, is this really happening? Is this, like, these people are going to kill me? They're going to be murdered at some point. This would make so much more sense if these people were going
5: to kill me. I got one for you. Okay. The weirdest ride I ever had yet. No, never, nothing, because I'm 35 and female, and I don't take rides ever from anyone (laughs) because my parents told me not to and I actually listened listened to them about one thing. Yeah, Yeah, no.
4: uh -uh. That's the weirdest one. There's no never one time uh -uh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you missed a lot?
5: I'd like to think that yeah, everything I missed was worth missing.
7: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Well, I, I used to hitchhike back when I was in my early 20s and stuff and that was uh, I, I was aware at the time that this was something that was sort of privileged, you know, like... Right. Uh, you know, I'm a young, healthy, white dude, and so right. probably nothing's going to happen to me.
2: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, my dad talked about, like, you know, when he was in high school in the 50s. Like, they hitchhike. They would hitchhike. He played on the football team. They would hitchhike to an away game to play the game. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, <bad> like, <laughs> you know, like, it was like... I there wasn't gonna. Go there wasn't or gonna or be it. a bus going yeah. like they. They like had to get to that away game. Sometimes. Those are some tough, tough football players. Was yes. play
5: like, them. Yeah, Was your mom like Jerry? Get your coat on. Yeah, Got
0: to yeah. go catch a car on the <laughs> <ride."> <laughs> yeah. He would go to New Orleans like that. Like he would. Yeah, yeah my dad yeah. hitchhiked yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I like yeah.
6: me and a buddy line. Hitchhiked between Baton Rouge and New Orleans several times. Back. Well, yeah. yeah. it's yeah.
3: not yeah. you too. No, I, I never did, but my dad hitchhiked all the time and. His thing, he was a college football player so his thing was a, he'd always wear his letter jacket and people would pick more likely to pick him up if he had his
4: letter jacket on just
3: because
5: pri- they're like okay privilege he's not of a, privilege yeah, exactly yeah, exactly yeah
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. it's like the lot between 68
5: it. 78 nine. Oh, there was that one
4: time. Houston Colorado yeah, I was
5: the shocked, one
6: time. I was shot yeah. mexico actually go places like this. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: yeah great rides. Did you have any weird experiences, Robbie, when you were doing it? Because in your 20s, that wasn't too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> they say. <laughs> uh,
7: I was, uh, several. Uh, probably the funniest one was uh, I was in Baltimore, um, and I wasn't even hitchhiking at this point. I was walking to a bar, and um, I had just moved there, and a man in a really nice car pulls up next to me. Uh, and asked if I need a ride, and I said, uh, actually, it's just about a half mile up, I don't really need, you know. He's like, no, no, no I'm, I'm happy to give you a ride. And, Uh-oh. I'm like, so
0: okay, <laughs> and I get in. Like none of your but none of your like. Mm-hmm. No, no. So, no it, so I get in and over.
7: and um and the conversation immediately takes a turn and he puts his hand on my knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, look, I, I think maybe there was some misunderstanding. I, I yeah. wasn't really getting in
0: the car. Yeah, I that, think you, know? you completely misunderstood yeah. what was happening. <laughs> and he's and he he very politely told me,
7: oh well, this is kind of a pickup point where you're walking. And I'm, okay, <laughs> oh, well, oh, I just oh, moved yeah. here. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So he's
5: gonna D you in the B. I mean. so he drove me
7: to the bar and uh, and I said I said thank you so much said, sorry about the misunderstanding and he says uh, do you mind if I squeeze your knee one more time knock <laughs> yeah. 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 yourself out man
4: yeah.
5: you got 50 dollars
2: yeah.
4: yeah. it was just a knee squeeze you know what Yes. give me a nice ride hitchhiking <laughs> around Houston in 69 yeah. early 70 the protocol like that was uh, if somebody stopped they'd have like a, a fuck magazine open on the seat so it gave you a something to talk about the <laughs> kind of <a> stolen choice <laughs> that's all you know, see if you wanted to good. get in <laughs> you know yeah. that,
5: you know i like
4: that that's,
5: yeah. a, that, that's helpful i never knew and uh, that's helpful
6: that i wonder why those were
0: always
5: there you yeah. guys is that did
0: worth. that i said no nah, i think I'll they should work. require like the sketchy uber drivers <laughs>
2: the ones that... Like, they have the, some weird pamphlet with, like, some, with their hobbies in well, it. Well, no, and there's, like, a, there's an uh, online version yeah, that. Like,
3: yeah. when you see who's picking you up and you, like, swipe
0: left, there, that should be what,
3: the image that comes up. Maybe right if
1: it, maybe if it yeah.
0: showed, like, what was the last thing they were looking at on their phone. <laughs> 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 if Here's, like, two things. Here's two if things. It, if, if it was, like, torture porn, then, it was, like, <laughs> don't, don't want it. Like, But if that guy was, like, looking at, you know, vintage cars, you'd be like, oh, sucked <laughs> at to that dude. Like, you know i got two truths
5: for you The first one is You do not want to know And also We just don't care As a culture Like, we will gladly Like, if we're paying To get a ride That is so different It's like Getting in the car With a stranger In that case There's just something That it's like
0: No problem Just (laughs)
5: unclick Of course Let's do this now
0: Yeah
5: This unthinkable act For someone like (laughs) me Like, of course And really You do not want to (laughs) know
0: Yeah yeah, that's true. those background checks are not very thorough. Yeah, no. <laughs> considering the whole company is run through an app. Or <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Yeah, like, yeah, basically. Well, cool. Um,
3: Thanks to Robbie for joining us thank tonight. you so much yep. was, oh, our have, first guest.
0: Yeah, was very fun. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're we'll gonna see have the
3: Squanders on August
7: tenth, tenth at Phil Brady's with Low uh, Water Bridge. Bridge, which is the other band that uh, I'm associated with. It's it's too long to explain. It's two bands. It's you Some play in that people. band too,
5: yeah. right? Right. Yeah.
3: Double duty. Uh, I encourage our listeners to see both of those bands; they're fantastic. And uh, check
0: out their stuff on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. And SoundCloud uh,
3: actually.
0: The SoundCloud. Yeah. One of those. We're, uh our record is getting very close to being done. By the time this will be done up here, uh, our Kickstarter will be fully funded and done. Thank you very much for everyone who contributed to that. Um, we're working on getting our show set up, getting the launch date set up for everything for the uh, or the release date, launch date, whatever it is. Launch uh, date. Launch date for <laughs> the album number five. Uh, we'll have more information uh, about this podcast, any artifacts that we can have to back up Leon's stories. <laughs> uh, will all be up there on therakers.com. Thank you very much. This has been I Think I've Heard the Rakers. This is just a reminder that our record release party is going to be Thursday, September twelfth, at Mid City Ballroom in Baton Rouge. It's a dual record release. We will be celebrating the release of our album number five, fully funded through our Kickstarter. So thanks a lot for that. And our good friends at Junior League will be celebrating their latest album, Adventureland. That's going to be Thursday, September twelfth, an early show at Mid City Ballroom. It's BYOB, all ages. Uh, Show start at 8, be done by 10. Y'all come out. And thank you so much for listening.